Welcome back to Apartment 40. I'm your host as always, Peter Rocha. Today's guest is the owner of Afterlife Reptiles. He breeds ball pythons. You can find him on Morph Market, YouTube, Instagram. Please welcome to the show, George. How's it going? Good, Peter. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to get Fantastic. started. Fantastic. Yep, thanks for coming in. Let's get into this. So yeah, so we, we can get started. What, um, I guess what we can start off is like, where did you get started at? What, what got you into the hobby, into uh, snake breeding? Wow. And, uh, and yeah, getting into reptiles. Okay, so we're starting now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Start, you're good. <laughs> All right, you're sounds good. good. Well, it was funny. I mean, actually, um, the very first, I always liked, liked uh, reptiles. And I always thought, oh, one day I'm going to get like a, like a gecko or a snake, but mm-hmm. I was I was leaning more towards uh, um, something like a crested gecko or something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, of that nature. And then one day we were just driving by, either driving or we went near the serpentarium, something like that. And we we're like, okay, let's just walk inside and see what they have. Yeah, in there. yeah. And then uh, you know, just looking around, uh, we saw a ball pipeline. And it was probably like a juvenile, maybe sub-adult uh, ball pipeline. Just like a normal one? or uh, Yeah, a normal one. And actually, they had a spider in there. Oh, okay. But, but me being, you know, not knowing anything about genes or morphs or anything like that, I kind of didn't see the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, you just saw <laughs> a snake. I just saw a snake. And uh, so we started asking uh, the, the person there. His name was Kino. We became good friends after that. Um, I started asking about the, the, the ball pythons and everything. And he told me something about the spider gene. Something about having some issues going up and down. Something oh, like that, that. the wobble kind the of wobble thing? The wobble kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, again, I didn't know what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Right? I had no... It just flew over me. Um, so, I was like, you know what? Maybe let's get one. But then my wife was like, no, I don't want to get a, a big snake. Yeah, yeah. We got to get something small so he can know us. And and I guess kind of like, like, like recognize it. Like yeah, raise it. Yeah, like yeah. a puppy and stuff. And I was like, all right. So we went to Petco, which is kind of a sour, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, as your first time getting in. Yeah, you know, so we go to Petco yeah. and everything. And we see this little tiny ball python, which, you know, Looking back at it, it was probably like super skinny, yeah, you know, and yeah, and uh, we ended. Well, my wife wanted anything. Now she's the one that wanted one. <laughs> like, oh, I wanted, I wanted because because it, it wrapped around her wrist like a bracelet, oh, and yeah. she was just fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah, she was like, okay, let's we're getting one. And then I was like, all right. so then I was like, okay, then I'm I'm getting one too. You know, yeah, it's yeah. something that I like and get his and hers matching ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went, you know, trying to look. Because I, 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 what I did catch was that there's multiple genes, right? Yeah. Multiple yeah. Uh, morphs. Have. So I went to to the internet and I started looking them up. And when I saw it, I was just like blown away. It was like, what? How? Like, how is it possible? Yeah. Like, I can like that, that, if it's supposed to look like this, I yeah, can like, all those different colors. Normal, it, do, it looks nothing like it. I yeah. didn't know that that was possible. And uh, it just kind of went from there. I, was, I just kept looking at more and more genes and I was just amazed. And... My second snake uh, that I got was a GHI butter pastel, and you know we just kept yeah. on going from there. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna for for everybody at home. We're gonna be saying a lot of like 
genes and names that the average people are going to be like, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you guys are saying, but the reptile people, especially ball python people, will know like yeah. what, the, what these snakes yeah. look like and what those genes mean. Um, yeah. So what would you say, uh, like I said, when you first got into it, uh, you had no idea, you were just, like I said, you saw a snake and it was just a snake. What would you say attracted you the most to um, sticking with ball pythons? Because that, that's the majority of what you guys breed at Afterlife, right? Is right, yeah. Um, ball pythons. I, you know, obviously after looking at them, uh, I was like, okay, what, what else is out there, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I went on YouTube and I started, uh, you know, researching about snakes. And pretty much what you do, what are the best, you know, snakes to get or what are the most popular, or, you know. And pretty much almost all of those uh, videos the ball python came on top. Yeah, was in that top five. Yeah, it was. Time. It was definitely on the top, at the very top. The first, maybe the second. Um, you know, people seem to really like them. The temperament's great. The genes, there's an infinite, you know, number of genes, and um, you know, uh, that's that's what I was. Yeah, we can we can bring one up if you, yeah. if you want to kind of check check them out just so that these people at home can know like yeah. So what? and then when I started, you know researching about them and I saw that there's like recessive genes that you you know if you only have like half a copy of the yeah, gene you had to like they look work like normal to that. yeah yeah so this will be an example of this pie and you know has the little like smiley faces yeah yeah emojis on the pies they're making Those look good. I'm more better looking pies. and more valuable so yeah that's kind of like I was blown away by that what would you say is your favorite part about like uh, breeding breeding ball pythons uh, or just just keeping reptiles in, in general, like the husbandry of them. Uh, the best part, I, I think, they have you know sometimes it's very very um, subtle, but they all have their own uh, personalities. Uh, like I said, some sometimes it's very very subtle, but there are certain things that each one of them I I can almost guarantee they're gonna do. Right, like I have my feisty ones, mm -hmm. and I like them to be feisty for some yeah, reason. Yeah. I, I like her. You just come to expect that from that yeah. snake. Yeah, or I have this, these ones that just like jump out, like they just want to be with you right away. And skittish ones, obviously, very timid ones, and uh, but like they don't have their own personalities, and I really like that about them. That's good. What would you say would be like your least favorite part, or like the most uh, difficult, or like when you get, when you get up in the morning, you gotta like go uh, work with your snakes. What's the part that you're like, man? I, I hate having to do this. Uh, you know, it's not like a like an everyday thing or a weekly thing. It's just one of those things that it might happen, and a lot and a lot of times it's not like um, you could have seen it coming. Um, but it's just one some type of illness, you know. Yeah. Some type of illness, and you're always scared that you know um, it might happen to spread to your whole collection. That that's that's a pretty scary thing right there, and um, you know when you get new snakes, obviously you gotta that's go through the whole yeah. process. You're introducing another snake that you're hoping, you know, based on the reputation of the breeder, yeah. that's all to you that there's gonna be a healthy snake. And that's the thing is you only know. I mean, these these animals live to be you know twenty twenty five years old. Yeah. You know you don't know. You you only know the the section of that snake's life when the breeder had it. You know? Yeah. So you don't know if you're getting an adult, whether, you know, hopefully they've had it their whole life or that, that snake's whole life. So you mm -hmm. know exactly like what it's been feeding, yeah. what environment it's been in. But I know I've come across some snakes that, you know, I've gotten them from somebody who got it from somebody else. And they're like, oh, well, that snake's had that, 
you know, since I, as long as I've had it, and, you know, mm-hmm. it comes to be like a respiratory infection, or, yeah. you know, it's, it's like shed stuck, or something that's, you know, if it's ignored, it can be fatal for, for them. Yeah, and it's, it's really sad, unfortunately, I guess, like, in every in- industry, you know, you always, obviously, you're really uh, into the hobby, you really respect the hobby, uh, you don't want your reputation to be ruined, right, so mm-hmm. you're gonna do everything you can to make sure that the animal's healthy before you give it to someone else. Yeah. But unfortunately, there is those breeders out there that they're, they're just all about the money. They're just trying and, to move animals. And they'll sell you a snake knowing that there's something wrong with the snake. Or I heard some stories about just people getting scammed out of out of their money. You know, because unfortunately, you got to trust that once yeah. you make a payment, you're going to receive what you pay for. Right? Yeah, yeah. On, like online payments or... Yeah, and you have the problems with, with heads. Thank you. With the heads. The oh, yeah. The, where, those where hidden genes? Yeah, you can't see the full gene unless you pray with another one. So you're taking the breeder's uh, word uh, that, that that is a, a head, that it has a head. So for the people at home that don't know um, what a head or um, what the, the, the proper name is heterozygous, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. What that is, would you care, Would you explain that for me while? So as simple as it can be, just basically you have genes in the snakes. And some of those genes, uh, you know, when you breed them out to other snakes, they kind of like separate. And you might have, especially if the if you have a dad and a mom, and only the dad has that pie gene, like the one for a better example, mm-hmm. um, you breed them together, and you're not gonna get a pie back because the mom didn't have that gene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you only get gonna have, get half of that gene, so you have to have the other parent with the same gene for you for the babies to come out with that visual gene mm-hmm. so so that's that's the only way so when you're taking a risk of buying a snake that the breeder saying has that half gene and you're gonna breed it to a snake that has the full gene or half the gene yeah so the babies come out with the full gene you, you'll, you'll, you're taking a gamble yeah you're trusting that it does have the gene because you can't see it have you ever have you ever had a personal experience with that that going on where you've been kind of scammed out of a head snake or a head reptile? I haven't personally. Um, you know, I, I usually try to when I when I'm gonna get into something that is head, uh, I try to go for visual stuff. Mm. That's what I will trust. If it's a breeder that I don't know or is not uh, respected breeder out there, I, I'll go for um, for something that I can see the visual. Unless I know it's a respected breeder or someone else that I know has vouched for that breeder, okay. then I'll take that risk. Which I have. I have some girls right now that have, you know, that, that head gene. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. They haven't bred out yet. We'll see this year. Yeah, they're, they're actually one. Of, they're my bigger girls, which I that didn't bring because they're they're breeding right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, they're they're gravid or they're. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're going through that whole process. So Fantastic. That's didn't great. want to stress them out. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't want to ruin those babies. <laughs> what uh, What kind of projects are you working on right now? Like, what do you got going on? Uh, so, uh, in the incubator, nothing. Everything mm. is hatched out, and uh, I think I only have like two babies left. Oh, nice. Should I have three, but I have one that I'm keeping. Uh, but this will be some that I'm um, gonna work on next year. This right here is a clown, one of the most famous, if not probably the the most famous gene, uh, the clown, along with the Enchi, and we're working with uh, other genes for the male. Ex- express that that clown gene more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So again, I know that probably watching this, I don't know. Yeah, probably like, like that looks like what? a snake. 
yeah, but it, it looks different than the last one. Yeah, 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 but definitely the clown jean is one of the most impressive uh, jeans out there yeah. that a lot of people love working with. But it's 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 a gamble when you work with it. You don't know what's gonna work. Yeah, with what, what, jean. what, what it's colors, gonna look good. what patterns. Yeah, and that's what I find is is what's fascinating with ball pythons and. There's a couple other uh, other reptiles that have the ability, but not to the extent that ball pythons do to where the the morphs or the, the genetic mutations in it affect anything from the, the color of the eyes to the color of the snake to the pattern of the snake. It just, like, when you say that the, the possibilities are, like, limitless, yeah. that, that's not exaggerating. That's, yeah, it, there is so many morphs out there and so many morphs that, uh, you know, people are working on, new genes, and... One of the other things that I was just completely blown away was the, the, the uh, you know, like I said, obviously I didn't get into this, you know, initially for, for, for oh, I want to make yeah, money with them. I mean, I, I, hadn't, I didn't know anything. But what I came to find out was, you know, when some of these genes come out, such as the Coral Glow or the Clown Gene or the Pie Gene, back in the day they were going for tens of thousands of dollars yeah. for a single hatchling you know and i was like what yeah like you, you, the, yeah incredible the i heard i heard these, i heard these snakes can go for i heard stories and you know you know you just hear from from other reputable uh breeders stories about people getting scammed of um over a hundred thousand dollars for like trying to buy like for a, head for a new gene oh for trying oh. for a new gene trying to get their hands on it be the first ones to get their hands I'm on no, it. I, I read, um, there's a book called uh, The Lizard King. Um, I forgot who it's by, but it was about the early, like, either the 70s or 80s when the, the reptile hobby was first getting started and how they would smuggle the animals in. It was all about the smuggling ring. Right. And uh, they were talking about how people would go down to the docks when these ships would come in and meet up with these people in like alleys somewhere and they're dealing snakes and they're you know exactly it's like the craziest thing and, and um, uh, this, the whole story is about how and it's not stories it, it, it really happened you can look up these cases and stuff but yeah. about this dude who's smuggling he's down in Florida um, I forget the name he, he owns like a, a, a like Mac Reptiles like a big a big okay. reptile dis, uh, distributor like that mm-hmm. um, but it was the, basically the, the cat mouse game between him and the fishing game warden in Florida that was like chasing him throughout, you know, trying to figure out how he's getting these snakes. But yeah, people were meeting in alleys, buying a snake that just looks like a regular ball python. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, there's this chance it could be like, this, it has this <laughs> mutation or something. And yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a drug deal for, for some of these animals, but that's how much money's in this hobby. Yeah, so. there's people that are, you know, purely on, 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 on you know, for that. Yeah. Right? There's, there's no um, denying it that there's people that are purely into that. They, they, they'll have people because obviously you need um, permits and stuff to, yeah. to go out where these animals are native and, and bring them bring him out and they'll look at the patterns and see, okay, you know, maybe this it looks like this one has something going on mm-hmm. and they'll sell them out to big breeders out here in the, in the U.S. and they'll buy them by bulk and it's, it's you know, it, it, it is, it is it's bittersweet because it's exciting to see a new gene. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, you're taking something out of the wild, out of the wild, and you know, and they're shipped out of here, and, and they they ship them out by the dozens, and some yeah, of them don't not, make they're it. They're not treated well. It's not like if you know you who's who's passionate about the habit, yeah. who loves these animals, they're not treated. Yeah, well. so like, it's a little bit infuriating, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's bittersweet. For sure. It's amazing to see like how a lot of these genes start out like that, where it's just like one 
little tweak in, in something that looked normal. It was like, you know, because the normal one has, you know, the, the crown look, the, mm-hmm. the circles, you know, what turned out to be the clown might have been something that, you know, those those circles look a little bit more bolder than a normal one. Or yeah. those that pattern looks a little bit thinner or a little bit darker. It's like that little little difference is what created something that, you know, has a solid straight down his back or has white when the snake's supposed to be brown and black. There is some absolutely incredible i mean i can only imagine you know the people that have uh, had those experiences where okay I, this this one kind of like has something going on here and then it's a waiting process because you know you gotta wait for it for it to be you know breeding size and then uh, pair it with with you know something something, normal, so, yeah. so, something something that's not gonna you know disturb the, the gene so much so that you can still tell if there's something really going on or not and then wait for those babies to grow and then pair it back to the to the original one yeah and see if a super gene comes out or something like that and i can only imagine the people like for instance i don't know if you're familiar with the um scaleless uh gene uh, yeah the scaleless yeah yeah in the rat snake it started out with absolutely the rat snakes, right? uh well i don't know i don't know if uh, uh if it started with another gene but another snake i'm sorry uh but with the ball pythons you know someone noticed I was like, man this one's missing like just one scale one or two scales of something from their head and instead of thinking you know to to someone normal you know you would say like, yeah okay okay he came out with no yeah or like oh that snake's weird like but then you it. wait the whole process and you pair the babies back to it and boom here comes out this snake with no scales at all like just, no scales just, at all and it's just like wow like yeah. you know and that's a gamble you know that's, yeah that's that time is, that's money feeding that snake heating that snake yeah everything alive you know, mm-hmm. stressing about you know, because I know, I feel like every individual snake has gone through, you know, even as people, as humans, you know, you'll get sick every now and then. And I know not everything I've kept since I'm sick, but something's happened somewhere either. Um, to me, I know I had a, a pie like that um, who got a cyst one time. I had like a little cyst that, you know, he needed surgery because, you know, you know the pie genes. And this is like probably four or five years ago. When, mm-hmm. you know, oh. Every year, you know, the, the that gene pool or that, that morph gets less and less value because there's mm-hmm. a lot more out there. And, yeah. Um, so this is back when I was, you know, I, I dropped like five, six hundred dollars for this mm. one snake and that was on Craigslist. Like, that was a deal. I wasn't getting it from like a... <laughs> that, that sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a really good deal. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I was like, well, I'm not going to let this thing go. <laughs> you know, I got, I'm, I'll go to the vet. I'll get it. stupid surgery. He had like stitches right here for like two weeks. I was like, this stupid snake. <laughs> it was cool. It was, I, I loved it and I, I really wish I kept that. I really wish I stayed in... Into all pythons. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. You know, it's a, it's a definitely a struggle. There's there's not only, you know, the it's not just about oh let me get a, another snake, let me get another snake, let me get another, where are you gonna keep that snake? Mm-hmm. I'm one of the, the 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 breeders, you know, and I have nothing against someone doing it differently, you know. But me personally, I'm one of the the, the breeders that I'll, I'll go for the high end stuff mm-hmm. just because I want it to be as comfortable as it can be, and I want it to make it easier on myself. So I'll go for your 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 big high end uh, racking systems. Oh yeah, snakes. yeah, like the, the series. Uh, ones. Yeah, because you you know a lot of people again nothing against that. Uh, I started like that, um, and I didn't like it. Uh, you know they'll just keep them on regular tubs and with like heat boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever they yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, and it's money. It's a lot of money. That it is. It's, it's, it's the equipment is extremely expensive. Yeah. I mean, just to keep one individual, I mean, that's what, like, my buddy who's getting into breeder drags, he has his one, and he talks about, like, feeding it and heating it, I'm like, and now he got his second one, I'm like, it's, I mean, you want babies, it's only going to get more. Oh, yeah. It's expensive to 
just keep reptiles and then to breed them is just yeah that's another whole different animal trying to find food even finding the food like enough food for your reptiles is sometimes challenging they they run out of food the the breeders that specialize in yeah yeah so you gotta breed your own you gotta make that decision if you're gonna breed on your own that's why i got dubious i mean like i said i only eat tarantulas i mean they're only eating like one dubious like that big you know once a week um but like i know i was hopefully at some point i'll have a bunch of slings i'll have bigger yeah you know, I would like to be able to sell feeders because, like you said, like there's a huge market in feeders. I know you were talking about uh, pet rats earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a, a huge market in things that are associated with, um, you know, reptiles. I know when I used to, I don't know if you have you ever been, um, like to a reptile show or yeah, yeah. Have you ever been able to vend at one like the event, um, like sell stuff at it? No, uh, we were planning to this year and then COVID yeah, happened. COVID, yeah. 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 Uh, well, I was able to do the um, Pleasanton, uh, or I think it's the San Jose Reptile Show, um, where I was able to vend, and you know I only had a, I had a couple of leopard geckos in my samboas, um, but one of my buddies, um, Brent, who was actually he's supposed to be on the podcast at some point, uh, but he's the reptile guy over at Carter's Pet Mart, um, that like the the white guy, he's got the beard. Okay. Uh, but I, anyways, I uh, I saw him at a reptile show. And we see each other all the time, uh, but he was saying he's like. The way people make money in this isn't the the five six hundred dollars snakes. You know, that's only a one time purchase. It's all the equipment. It's the feeders. It's the heating. You know, it's all the other stuff that it takes to to you know keep that animal, mm-hmm. not just the animal. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like that's that's stuff people don't realize when they're getting into it. Is yeah. How much? How much it costs? It costs yeah. That. Yeah, that was my experience as well. Um, you know. Uh, at first, we were spending so much and and trying to feed our, our our snakes, and we didn't have any. We didn't have that many. Probably like, we're, once once I started like, oh wow, I probably had like ten snakes. When you decided like, oh, I'm gonna start breeding these yeah. guys, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, and and I, I saw how much it was costing me weekly to feed them, and then you have the instances when when you spend like five to seven dollars on, on 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 a feeder, and they won't eat it. Yeah, That's, what are you which do are with which this? are yeah. which are you know bob pythons are known for yeah, being picky yeah, yeah that they won't eat and now you have a a rat that you know you can still freeze right but then you get one more chance and, yeah. and sometimes they don't like frozen stuff yeah right? and then frozen dog yeah now, so now you got a dead rat that yeah so you got you got to make that decision and what I came to find out once we made that decision of okay you know what we're gonna breed our, our own uh, rats for mm-hmm. reptiles. A whole nother market opens up of of not only people that need feeders too, but then I came to find out that rats have genes too, and 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 you know all that different stuff, and that people love rats, and uh, well, this is one of them right here, and this is a uh, uh, as you can see very very calm. And that's because this is uh, one of our um, pet uh, breeder lines. Okay. Yeah, and these guys, the, these guys have paid for most of my stuff. Really, the, yes. the rats are basically funding the the rat for, for the for the for the, they have paid for my racks. They have paid for a lot of my snakes. They pay for their own rack. Their own rack for my rats was about three thousand dollars. Wow. Three thousand dollars for for a rack for my for my rats. That's crazy. And like I said, because I like 
Yeah, you know, you're gonna. I like them to be comfortable and easy for me yeah. to, to clean and, and keep them well and everything. And uh, huge market, huge market. Mm. Uh, it, it's crazy what you what you find out while you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry for the technical difficulty, but um, when so you said that uh, you discovered that that you know rats have genes too, that there's this huge market for pet rats. Um, when when you're keeping them at home, do you uh, is there s like special care or like special things you do with your pet rats that are separate from your feeder rats, or have you like kind of moved away from feeder rats? Or uh, it's 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 more of a gene thing the way that they're separated. Okay. Uh, because I, my wife knows more about that way way more than than me. Um, but basically, you have your regular what they call hooded rats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's mainly what we use for our reptiles. And then we have the more high-end stuff, which is, you know, the the Martin uh, gene and the spotted tabby, I think they call it. And you have, we have hairless rats. They're completely hairless. They're super cool. Dang, I wonder what they're... <laughs> yeah. They're probably, I mean, rats already look... And my, my dad, he's going to be watching this. He's, like, terrified of rats. Really? He grew up on Eastside Stockton, and they, uh, like, they used to... When he was a kid, they grew up in a trailer... And so when they go to bed at night, you know, Eastside's like just infested with rats. So he would go to bed and he said he could feel them like running oh, across you. Oh no! And he's like, he's like, I hate their hands and their tails. He's like, he's like, Ugh. so I was like, when I saw you bring on the rat, I'm like, I can't wait till watches this. This is gonna be great. Yeah, you have you, and and then I found out, you know, that they're so smart. Yeah. They're so yeah. smart, and I have rats in there that are just like straight pets. And they're gonna stay there until they die. Like we just play with them and interact with them, and, and they're like super cool. So you know, uh, I see again. You know, people that give a little bit of a bad name, or people that don't like that. You know, people kind of like uh, being uh, a little bit cruel to the rats just because they're gonna feed them off. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, I, I don't. Well. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I I believe, and I actually made a video about it too. You know where you should be nice to your rats. Yeah, it's just easier when you have nice rats. Even for your reptiles, they're more likely to eat because ball pythons, like I said, they're really picky, and you know they get scared, and they're like, okay, that's it, I'm not yeah. eating. Yeah. And you, you, when you have an aggressive rat, you know. And they they there's been some times. I mean, I've never had an experience, but you know, I, I'm sure there's the photos out there on the internet. Yeah. Where there's been rats that have like eaten. The, mm -hmm. the ball pythons and mm -hmm. you know you think like oh it's a snake of course it's gonna eat the rats like no these these aren't those kind of snakes and on top of that like these are big rats and they they can do some oh, damage man i you know i have two 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 comments on that you know it happened to me probably twice you know where and i i've since changed you know the way that i feed but where i forgot a rat <clears throat> the whole night the whole day and then when i went to check you know, make sure that no one uh, regurg regurgitated yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Everything's fine. Go to check on the, the rats in there. And I completely forgot, you know. You just see them moving around already. Yeah. You're just like, oh. But the thing about my rats, so calm, they're just chilling there. Yeah. Not awesome. bothering the snake, yeah. no nothing. They're just chilling in there, basically like, okay, this is my home now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I heard this guy, um, uh... And I'm sorry to say, but I, I denied a cell based on, based on that. Uh, but he said that he had a rat problem in his house. Oh, and he was buying a snake. So too. no, he he decided to throw a ball python under his house. 
Yeah. And he said that he never saw the ball python. He still has rats on I mean, him. Yeah, that ball python probably came for food. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. And is that, you if know. If it survived, depending on when. If it survived. And, uh, you know, ball pythons are not native to, yeah, this, no. to here, you know. Yeah. So even if, if the rats didn't chew them out, you know. Yeah, he's not. He's probably it. not going to make it, you know. Um, so I was like, you know what? Uh, if people, I think people should be responsible and do their due diligence and, and, yeah, and do the research of of the snake just because it's a snake doesn't mean that it's gonna kill yeah. every rat that it comes across and not it's every not snake how it is the same yeah yeah no, it's that's, not how it works that's something that's very big in this hobby is that like it's not just like oh yeah I keep snakes or like oh yeah I keep reptiles it's like no I keep ball pythons I keep leopard geckos hmm. I keep sambos it's like I noticed there's a lot of um I guess it's called like tribalism but like like the ball python people kind of stay with the ball python people <laughs> and the Leopard gecko people will kind of stay with leopard. Yeah. You know, they'll dabble in between, but it's mm-hmm. like, this is my stuff. Is there yeah, there's definitely a, definitely a preference. Only, like, big-time breeders usually. I even And even some people that are, like, really, really big in the industry, they just stick to ball pythons. So yeah. You're right about that, yeah. What, um, so how many animals in total do you have? I know, like, you said you started out with 10 when you first decided, like, all right, this is, this is my breeding group. How, how big has it gotten now? Well, now that all the hatchlings are gone... Uh, I only have, I only have 38 right now. Oh, only, only 38? Only 38. (laughs) Here's the funny thing. I have another 40 tub rack coming. Really? I'm planning on filling it up with girls. Like a whole double the collection. Yeah, double the collection basically for this coming year. Yeah. Um, I want to, like I said. You see all those jeans, and you just want to get them all. Yeah, just... You know, I, like the whole, I like Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Gotta have them. Gotta collect every one. I mean, yeah. that's, that's how I felt when I was um, when I was breeding leopard geckos. Because, like, that's... My ball pythons are leopard geckos. Because I think if in the lizard world, they're, like, the, the color pattern. They're the, the crazy yeah, patterns, I, colors that you can get into. I saw... I got to saw... I haven't, you know, really dug into it, like... Uh, but I saw some geckos, and I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 it just, they look amazing, and I think that's just what, what gets me, you know, seeing all those colors and patterns yeah. and the eyes, and oh, man, it, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. I, it's, it's amazing what, like, nature can, can do, and it's, you know, that's nothing we have, and I, on an individual basis, too, like, it, per animal, like, that, you know, you have two clowns, like you said, you got two clowns, but... Just because they're they have the same exact genetics, they can be from the same clutch. You mm-hmm. know, they're not gonna look the same when yeah. it comes to their yeah. pattern. Or... Uh, you know what else? Someone said that that you know I, I didn't think about it until I heard it. Is is you know when you have a, a German Shepherd, you know dogs. You know people love dogs. They're probably the most popular pet out yeah, there, right? It's a dog. Yeah. Yeah, and and you have your German Shepherd, and you put it with a you know I don't know a pit bull. You get all these puppies, right? Mixes of the of the of the, the, the parents, of the, yeah. of the parents. Once once you have a dog that has those the the pit bull and the German Shepherd gene, you're never gonna get them out of there. Yeah, you, you know, can't, you can mix them, you can't separate. You can't yeah. separate them. You're gonna breed them out. You're never gonna get a pure German Shepherd again, right? With snakes, that's not the case. You can't have a, gene, a snake that has five genes. You breed it to something, and outcome. Snake you can have, have two, every single one. gene, one, two, three, 
and then you breed those out, and they can just separate them out. Yeah, and that is so cool. You that's, know, that's, that's that's fascinating when it comes yeah. to, to reptiles like that. Because you know what? Now that you said that, that's something I did not think about. Yeah, before. right. It's like, because uh, uh, are you talking about like um, the morph market calculator? I like kind of oh, mess around the, with yeah. that uh, just to see like the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what if I took this and mix it with this? And yeah, there's they'll give you like the. Um, I forgot what it, what it's called, but like the little chart that shows you the probability of like mm-hmm. what's what. Your odds. Yeah, they have every single gene. It's like yeah, you can. There's a chance you can mix this these two snakes that have five genes, you know, in between both of them, and pop out like just a normal. It just yeah, looks like yeah, a, a normal. Like a normal <laughs> snake. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 something cool about that too. That's um, so when 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 you when you're in. Um, Sorry, I'm like stumbling on my question. Um, when it comes to the the business side of your breeding program or your your brand, um, it's afterlife reptiles, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, of afterlife reptiles, what's um, what do you find the most difficult part about like getting um, you know, getting your brand out there, getting your your um, you as a recognizable breeder for someone to be like, oh yeah, no, if you want a snake, go to afterlife reptiles. Um. That's a good question. Um, you know, I think there's got to be something, uh, and, and that's something that I, I'm hoping to, or I know I'm going to do, you know, um, which is any re- reputable breeder out there, anybody that, that you say nerd or you say uh, Brian Barczyk or, or mutation creation, something like that. And, and another breeder are like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, like right. when you said Brian Barczyk. Yeah, yeah, you know right away who you're talking about, right? And and <clears throat> I think all of them started with that one or two genes that put them out there. Uh, see, in this thing, in this, this you know, hobby, unfortunately, a lot of people, they will see something and they will say, okay, I'm going to make that, you know. And they will see something else, oh, I want to make that too. Which is fine, you know. I, I want to do that too. There are some genes out there like, oh, I got to have that, right? But one of the key things that I think that you have to do is, you know, what separates you? What do you do in the hobby that was different from everyone else? That's not that. That's where that is not that. That you want to be that person that they that see is like, oh, I'm, I want to make that. It's like, well, yeah, I'm the I, made it. I want to do that. I want to get to do what Justin Kabilka is doing, mm-hmm. you know. That guy is amazing. He, 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 and he thinks outside the box and he thinks, I don't know how he does it, but he's like, okay, this gene and this gene and this gene is probably going to look amazing, you know, and he does it and it's, it takes so much uh, patience to get there, you know? Yeah. But he has put out some incredible looking genes that everyone recognizes, the Batman and the, the, the Pompeii and things like that. And they're just absolutely stunning uh, snakes to see. <laughs> And that's what I want, you know. I want to... And, and the crazy thing is that he did it with genes that were already out there. Just plain, plain, plain genes. genes. He's, he's mixing in a way that people haven't mixed before. Yeah, that they haven't mixed before, that they didn't think, because everybody's chasing after what already someone's already done, the majority of people, and he didn't do that. You know, he, he went a completely different route. And now those genes that he made popular by making that, that Batman, those genes just skyrocketed they went from being like one of the most common cheap cheapest genes he turns them around and everybody wants them now yeah, yeah. you know they, they go they go for so much because they're trying to get into that project now yeah they want to be yeah there's 
there's a guy, and man, it goes back to like leopard geckos. Like I said, there's a dude um, who's in Fresno. Um, I hope I don't botch his, his Instagram name, but it's Golden Valley Geckos or Golden Valley Reptiles. I think it's Golden Valley Geckos. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, he started like a uh, a fire gene. He was naming it like a fire gene or like a blood gene okay. for leopard geckos and. You know, normally these lizards are like yellow and, and black and spotted. You know, every single le- what a common leopard gecko looks like. Okay. I got some of his early work where they were like, like this, or maybe a little bit darker than this orange. I, that's I guess that's the only orange we have, but uh, a little bit darker than that. And uh, you know, I had I think I paid like seventy five bucks for it, right? And it was a female. And you know, I look back at pictures, or I'll show people pictures when I was in the reptiles. Like, oh, I like that one. I was like, oh, that one's your best one. Um, and I look at his project now that he has, and these these geckos are almost red, like all just crazy looking geckos that I kick myself because I'm like I had a, I had a piece of that I could have been that yeah, right. It's like uh, or like um, I had a a really dark they're called Murphy's Patternless, um, and they turn out to be gray actually almost like this kind of gray, um, but these were like the base prints for what's called the Black Knight, and it's like a solid black leopard gecko. Which, wow. yeah, it looks just jet black. They're called the Black Knights or the uh, Black Pearls, depending. The Black Pearls have white bellies still, but black backs. And then Black Knights are solid blacks. That is... And it's like, I had some of the, the basics of it. Some, like, really dark Murphy's patternless that, you know, through work, you can get to that. And, and you could have been the one. I could have been the you one. You could have been exactly. the one, like, you know. <laughs> every time. So now, with tarantulas, I'm hoping I don't, I don't miss up. You know, miss miss a gene opportunity, but there's there's nothing really like that with tarantulas. There's no um, there's no you know morph pattern. There's no pattern mutations or color mutations, um, and I don't know genetically like why that. I haven't done enough research. I'm not that that far into it yet, but mm-hmm. um, I think that's the one thing that keeps calling me to like go back to reptiles. Is like all the colors. Look at all these beautiful colors you can pick from. You know, I just turned that closet. It was like all my fishing gear and stuff, but. Uh, just in a, like just solid reptiles now. It's got my dubias in there. It's got like a permanent heating pad so I can heat up the whole closet. And I'm waiting to get an extension cord so I can move like my incubator in there. But I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to go ball pythons, yeah. geckos, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, so see, we'll see what you got going on. Yeah, so that's 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 season. definitely my dream. I think that's gonna put you on the map faster than anything else out there. You know, no matter how much you put. I mean, obviously you can push your your, your brand and then come up with some. I don't know marketing stuff out there on on social media but then that's gonna get you noticed right away mm. it's, it's, it's something new something something new that you you put out there that is your own you're the first one everybody's gonna want it mm. everybody's gonna want it everybody's gonna at the very least wish they had it yeah yeah, right, <laughs> right? yeah. when when you're you said you're like striving for that do you have like Something that I, I used to see or what, what I would do when, I, you know, when I'm shooting for something new is I'll like see an animal or an individual and I'd be like, I, I, here's something that kind of might look like and I have it in my head. And while I'm breeding, I'm, I'm trying to get closest to that image as possible. Is that kind of what you're doing is like trying to match a, a picture you have in your head or are you just looking for something that's like, like something different and you're like, oh, I bet you that could be something. Yeah, well, I mean... One of the things that I will, you know, obviously you have to look at what's out there, right? Mm. You have to look at, you know, what certain genes do. You want to first try to figure out what, what what do you like? What kind of patterns do you like, right? Spider is one of the most, uh, 
common but crazy patterns out yeah, there in the ball yeah. pythons, you know. If not the crazy, I don't think that there's anything that that mixes the genes so much like spiders. Like that, yeah. yeah. So that's that's one thing. What kind of pattern you want? You want to go dark. You want to go bright. You know. And then you start thinking, okay, what kind of enhancing? What kind of pattern uh, do I want? What gene does that that I want? What kind of enhancing gene is gonna get me to to that bright snake that I want, mm. or that dark snake that I want? You know, and like like I said, you know, and I keep going back to Justin because he's one of the guys that I admire. He's probably like one of my favorite breeders, and because of that, because he saw that, he sees that vision, and he's. But by, by the time that everyone's chasing that thing that he did, he's already got the next thing coming out, right? So, and 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 that's that's basically what he does. He sees, okay, I want this dark snake, but I wanted to bring out this reds. Mm-hmm. or oranges and things like that and you start mixing right and it's it's a trial and error sometimes yeah, you're gonna mess up you're gonna yeah. have a lot of extra yeah. snakes yeah and and another thing is the odds yeah. you know like you say in the calculator sometimes you have three percent odds so you're gonna get what you want on that first go yeah. on that first go or on on every go actually three percent yeah you know because you're talking about you know once you you go above three genes you know, you really get to what you really mix, and, and your odds just keep dropping dramatically every time that yeah. you add another gene. Especially when you're adding those those genes that tend to be a little bit more dominant. Yeah, than the other yeah, ones. yeah. And 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 can you imagine if if you don't? The thing is that if you don't get it on your first try, you gotta wait a whole year yeah. to try again. Yeah. So you better get maybe a couple, a couple yeah. or more snakes on that on that project. But now you're holding other projects, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's fun. It, it's it's an fun. Investment, I guess. Yeah. You it's to plan on what you're, like you said, what you're going, what what pattern you like, what color are you yeah. going for? There's there's luck out there you too. There's definitely luck. There's there's being breeders out there. Uh, one of the genes that I have, the uh, head red exantic. I know that the guy was uh, can't remember exactly the story, but I I know that the guy. Uh, just noticed something odd with one of the snakes. It looked darker. Mm-hmm. It had different things than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Well, so what did he do? He decided to hold it. Yeah, hold yeah. the whole whole back. I think he held back everything. You know, that, held that back theory. everything. Yeah. And waited for the snake to be ready. Ready again. Out comes out this red exantic gene, brand new gene, and it completely messes up every gene. Like it. Oh, him trying to mix, mix it, it or something? Yeah, just, he started no. mixing things. No, he started mixing things. It was, it was, the name's a little bit confusing to, to readers because it has the name head on it, but it's but not it's really like, a head. Oh, it's a, uh, it's, it's like, a, so like, like the, it's, it's not a heterozygous gene, but the name of the gene has head has in head. it. Has head. So a lot of people get confused by that. It's very, very confusing. I was confused by it when I first, you know, but you, you can see it. You can see the, the. You have the super form of the gene, right? And uh, but just to have the gene, um, it makes some crazy stuff. Crazy, completely jumbles up the pattern, completely just changes colors and uh, dominates the other genes. And he obviously started mixing it with everything yeah, he yeah, had, well, everything course, he had, do, yeah. yeah, everything he had. But it was just luck that he happened to have. Well, luck, 
and yeah. and a good eye at yeah. recognizing you know the difference the, the, the little the subtle, subtle yeah, yeah, yeah the very subtle thing in there yeah and it's you one can only dream of yeah, going through yeah. that right like you said that there's a huge amount of luck when it comes to that i mean how many how many eggs are in a, a, a bull python clutch normally usually um that's another thing usually an average is uh six Six. Okay. Six. That's that's the average. So you gotta think. So if I only have three percent per per egg to to make this gene happen, I only got six of them on this one year. Like you got like the amount. I mean, what's even crazier is I'll think about that with leopard geckos again, tying it back to what what I used to do is leopard geckos only have two eggs, you know, per clutch. And right but luckily, luckily. You'll get like two or three clutches a year, so it'll even out to be about four to six eggs. But yeah, only two eggs at a time. Just that's it. So, and most of the time they come out the exact same. Like I, I was trying to breed uh, something called a a Murphy Snow or a, a Mac Snow, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're white. So they're it's like an exanthic. It's a it's a resuscitation of the the red color in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it turns them white, but it keeps the black. So it's a white and black um, lizard, and it looks like you know. Like a snow or like a you know something right. wintry, um, but I was trying to get something where it was. Um, I kept having babies that would pop out that have like a solid dot right here, and with with juvenile leopard geckos is they come out banded like striped, mm-hmm. but as they get older those stripes start breaking up and they turn into spots. So okay. That's how they get their spots, um, but they kept having ones that just had a big old spot right here, and so I just kept producing, kept producing, and every time the the spot would break up, but it would like. You know, stay together a little bit more, a little bit more. You know, and luckily because they come out in twos like that, and they kind of tend to be the same. You know, I haven't had a clutch where one baby pops out orange and the other one pops out like gray. And I'm like, well, how'd that happen? <laughs> you know, they tend to come out the same. So that's what that's what helped if if you're going for something. But if you're trying to mix it up, you're like, why are you keep coming out the exact same <laughs> every time? It makes it difficult. Yeah. But like again, I think it's something that's different, especially in the reptile hobby. Is different from species to species. Yeah. You know, the problems that we have, probably bearded dragon breeders don't have, or you know, frog, you know, dart frog breeders probably have a whole bunch of other problems that we wouldn't imagine. Yeah. But what would you say is the hardest part about um, keeping? Or well, we'll go to that because I mean, you're you're a ball python breeder. Um, your goal or well, your your business is to get you know animals out there to 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 sell pets and hopefully other breeders. For someone that's just getting into a ball python, there they want to get it from you. What would be your advice on how to, you know, take care of this? How to take them home? You know, how would you set them up? Um, for husbandry, for for how yeah, to set, yeah. or so like, say, what to do? Or yeah, like yeah. If, I mean, one of I I guess I I will go back to one of what you pretty much everybody does. Uh, if I could go back, mm-hmm. yeah, I would do yeah. this, right? Um, if I could go back, or whoever wants to start is. Be patient and do your research. Be patient and do your research. Um, now, when you say do your research, that's not just like watching a YouTube video here or there. What what would you recommend the kind of footwork people would do? Well, he, he, here's here's one of the things. When I started, I started with uh, reptariums. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one thing, right? That's the most pop common thing that you're going to have when you have a reptile. You get a reptarium in an aquarium, right? And mm-hmm. you put it in there. But... And it's hard to know too because you don't you don't I didn't know that I was gonna end up getting 
Yeah, another thirty. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I had no idea. Can you imagine having thirty reptarians in my room or something like that? You know, which is why rack rack systems are so convenient. Uh, But that's one thing. Think about it. If if you is that something that you want to do? Do you want to breed them or not? And then go from there. Obviously, if you just want a snake, I mean, then I know plenty of people that have. 10 year old snakes that are normals and they're perfectly happy yeah. with them they yeah, love them like, that's, and that's it that's yeah. good that's good enough for them but if you want to do it as a, as a as a breeding or as a business hobby whatever it is <clears throat> do your research and be patient uh, because it's a lot when you think you, you say you know I'm going to pay $2,000 for a rack 2500 2700 $3,000 for a rack um, and you think oh my god that's a lot of money but if you compare it to a terrarium, it's way cheaper than getting 10, 20, 30, 40 yeah. of right? That's that's one thing. So that's one of the things that I wish I knew. And another thing for the snake part is, you know, don't be um, over-impressed with one gene. Um, anyone, anyone that's doing this for a while now realizes that it's a lot better to get a five-gene male mm-hmm. than to get a one-gene male. Because if you bring your one gene male to a girl, uh, even a normal or a one gene, you know you're gonna get snakes with two genes. You know, which is it's just better. You got more genes to work with. Yeah. You got uh, you you're gonna spend a lot more money on that five gene snake, thousands of dollars, you know, possibly. But you're gonna save instead of getting five snakes, you're getting only one or or or, or one that has six genes mm-hmm. instead of getting six snakes. And you're gonna save on space, and when you breed it, you can breed that one snake to three. I've known people that have bred them to five females. So you got five females, you got one male with yeah. multiple genes, and here come out all these babies with different, you know, different mixes colors. and all things like that. Yeah, yeah. So you you instead of having to have, uh, you know, um, like I said, ten ten places for your snakes, you only need one, or your females too. That's that's one of the things that I wish I knew. Because now, I have that situation when, and it's hard, because you have your your snakes that you started with, mm. that you fell in love with. They have some sentimental. Yeah, value, you have some sentimental, but you know, in I, they just don't fit into your breeding yeah. plants anymore. So you 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 face that difficult decision to, am I gonna keep this snake for twenty plus years? Yeah, yeah. Or or or. And I I'm gonna have a heartbreak and then get rid of, of. And I have snakes that I'm keeping that are not very valuable. I have a snake that turns out it had the spider gene. I had no idea. It was completely hidden. It was very well hidden in the snake. Yeah. You could never tell. And he has a very serious uh, neurological, wobble. yeah, a wobble, of course, growing. Yeah, but, or for the people that don't know what a yeah. wobble is when it comes to ball pythons, <clears throat> the spider gene, which is the just the name that they give the, the pattern. Um, this gene is associated with a neurological disorder that causes like uh, balance impairing, um, I don't know, probably visual problem. Just a lot Stargazing, of stargazing. They call it one yeah. of the things that they do. They just sit there and they just kind of like Zone stare out. into the distance. Yeah, they're just completely yeah. gone. And it's a huge topic of discussion of people, you know, wanting to ban the gene. But the, the leopard geckos have a gene very, very similar to that uh, called the. Uh, and I hope I get it right because it's one or the other. But I, I'm pretty sure it's it's the eclipse gene, and it has it's a common mutation of the eye, um, or not, a, but a pattern mutation of the eye because they have like this. Um, 
kind of like speckly looking eye, but you can breed them to where they have like a solid red eye or like half and half. Um, but it's another mutation, but it's associated with like stargazing and mm. neurological disorder. And if you breed them, if you breed like those two together, the babies come out lethal. Dead. Yeah, it's lethal. That's the spider gene too. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's probably the exact same. Like when you get down to a micro, you know, microscopic, um, like protein and enzyme, like mm. what, what's the building blocks behind mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. this disorder? It's probably the exact same disorder. We just have as a hobby. We just have different names for it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, we have that male, and I'm never getting rid of it. I mean, people wouldn't think twice about getting that snake, you know. But to me, <clears throat> like I said, and I guess that will be one of the instances where, where actually it will be my wife, because she's the one that went to get it, but uh, we were taken advantage of, you know, mm. because we didn't know. Yeah. And we didn't know about that bubble, and when, when she got him, he was perfectly still, you know. He wasn't moving or anything like that. But yeah, then later on, once he became excited about food, or he just wanted to to look around, look around that's when it, it was like, whoa, what, what is going yeah. on here? And these snakes, like, if you guys have ever <clears throat> seen a snake with wobble, it's like, you know, you think a snake's supposed to go like this, and these, these dudes are just like, yeah, they'll, darn, every, they have like no motor function. Yeah, but the surprising thing about him is and uh, that he's such a good eater. Really? He, he wants you he has food in there, or you put food in front of his face, he's like freaking Terminator. He's like, like, what disorder? I don't know. Bam! Right, spot on. Smashing, yeah. On the target. And, it, and he's huge because of that. And and that's why I think that's one of the things about spiders. Is they're such good eaters yeah. uh, for some reason. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the ones that we're, we'll never um, get, get, get rid of. But, but again, that's one of the things that you got to consider if you get, you know, that one snake that is not as valuable anymore. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? So yeah, so since we're um, we're kind of coming towards like the end of the show, I know you brought a special guest. Now I don't know if you want uh, for your wife to come back to handle this, or did you want? Um, I mean, I could go over there help you out, then we could bring her over here. It is probably gonna be uh, just a quick look at her. Okay. Because... Well, you know what? We can we can probably like take one of these. Cam- I'm gonna take the GoPro. We'll turn around and we'll kind of show her okay. over there. Just because also there's a bunch of stuff trying to squeeze her back. Yeah, because if, if you know her kind, they they just like to go all, all over the place once they're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll we'll let, we'll just swing around. We'll go ahead and, and and take a look at her right. All right. But why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what's what's going to be in here? So this is this is something that I eventually uh, want to get more into, which is reticulated pythons. Okay. And this is my one girl that's probably gonna be ready to breed next year. Um, so she's she's gonna be big, right? She's she's gonna. I mean, if you compare it to some of the other snakes you got, yeah, yeah. they're they're pretty massive. I mean, so she's she's impressive, but she's still you know she's okay. got some some growing yeah. to do. Yeah, she still got some growing to do for sure. All right, well, especially I got her from from a guy that couldn't keep her anymore, and and he would she he wasn't feeding her right mm-hmm. you know what they need to be fed well based on having to carry her up here she you, it feels like you're feeding her well she's very heavy so uh, i probably shouldn't be hitting this getting her all excited or uh, she's or, probably gonna be very calm right now once okay. once she comes out that's when she starts and just watch her face mm-hmm. you never know unless you have like a really really nice retake you never know what's gonna happen how they're gonna react oh so she's a oh there we go yeah, so she she, she she doesn't look happy. I did not know she was gonna be that. I thought you were gonna have like a lavender. Ooh, <laughs> <easy>. Ooh. <laughs> 
Yeah, she is not She's happy. She's not happy. Right I should probably not have been uh, smacking the the top. All right, well, I hope that got on camera. That was awesome. That Unfortunately, um, I one of the things that I should have brought was my hook. Oh, and yeah. I didn't bring my hook. So it's gonna be very, very well. We hard. can we can look at her from a distance. My heart is racing now, because <laughs> like like I said, I've been bit by snakes. I've had. Uh, well, I don't want to be bit. By yeah, I've not been bit by something this big. But I mean, I'm sure if you got her out, she'd be ginormous, at least in length. But how long do you think she is? She's probably here, fifteen feet right now. Fifteen feet. Yeah, Jeez. And a lot of a lot of that's under her, so that's why you can't. See. So now, normally they don't look like this in the wild, or like um, no. She's, what what's her her mutation or what's what's her pattern? Or she's color not. She's, she's definitely not a normal girl. She's what they call a golden child. A golden child. Okay. And right now, you know, being here in the dark, you can't see it very well. But let me see if I can, can get still see the iridescence on her. One of these lights over here. And she does not even like. She doesn't even like the light. <laughs> so. uh, right, right now, right now, she's just um, usually once it, you get them out. They're perfectly fine, mm. but right now she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, and like I said, I don't have my hook, <laughs> so it's gonna. And you can see here, yeah, she, she just, just stares at you. Checking, and at yeah. They're very, very smart. They're very, very smart. So, yeah, so that was awesome. Freaking almost getting struck. Um, she's a beautiful, beautiful snake. Um, you said the the golden child, right? That's what gives her that that like yeah, kind of solid color look. Golden child is what makes her uh, that black. Um, I have that iridescence, uh, which I really hope the GoPro picked it up because I mean here in person, oh, you can see it looks like an oil stain almost. You now. should see her out in the sun; it's unbelievable, mm -hmm. unbelievable. But yeah, she at least has that golden child gene, and then uh, hopefully she has something else in there. You, that's the thing with with the, these genes—you never know. Yeah, until like until yeah. you see them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. Why well, I, I hope the best of luck to you when it comes to those guys. I mean, <laughs> definitely be careful. It's. Whew, I can only imagine getting. Don't 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 mess around with retics if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a lot of snake to be. They handling. will mess you up. They can definitely kill you at that at that uh, at that um. I mean, size. There, there's been stories too, right? Yeah, the, very. The they can hurt you very easily if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, well, George, thank you so much for coming in. Um, I'll be sure to let people check out Afterlife Reptiles. Thank you. Um. If you uh, want to let the people know where they can find you, uh, as far as like if you have a website, I know uh, I found you on Morph Market, um, but like as far as your Instagram, Twitter, anything, just go ahead and let the people know what, what you got going on and where they can find you. Okay, well, like you said, we're Afterlife Reptiles. My name is George, and you can find us on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Morph Market under the same name, Afterlife Reptiles. And uh, right now we don't have a lot, uh, you know, out there for you. But this coming year, yep. hopefully we're going to have a lot of things yeah. uh, that you can get your hands on if you want. So fantastic. Thank you yeah. so much for coming in. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to check the description below. There you'll find links to Apartment 40's social media, YouTube channel, and more episodes of Apartment 40 podcast. You'll also find links to today's guests where you can connect, ask questions, or purchase products. Thank you as always, and we'll see you next time on Apartment 40.